0: Welcome to Sailing Through Life, a journey to health, happiness, and living your dreams. My name is Lori, and I am your host. My guest today is Darlene Honigford of Cancer Support Community. She is the program manager for Central Ohio's programs and services. Join me as we set sail on this adventure to discover ways to take care of yourself, find the positive in life, and continue to dream even when going through some of your darkest days. Listen to my inspiring guests as they share their stories and give hope to help you on your journey. My guest today has worked for 35 years for nonprofit organizations as a licensed social worker. Darlene has experience with consultation and education, crisis intervention and counseling with extensive experience working with youth and families living with chronic illness, advocacy and facilitating support groups
1: that's why I greatly appreciate you giving me the opportunity to join you um, and to share our services because you're right if we can just reach one more person that could mean a lot to that person so thank you for including us in your podcast.
0: Today's episode navigating uncharted waters finding support after cancer diagnosis for patients and their families and ways to stay happy and healthy. Please welcome Darlene. Hello, Darlene. Hi, Lori. So today I wanted to explore a little bit with you as we discuss navigating uncharted waters. Dealing with the fear of the unknown that people feel as they go through a cancer diagnosis or other challenges. You know, life can take you in many directions. Sometimes you end up in a place you've never been before. So it can be scary and overwhelming. Yes, it can. So what drew you to working with cancer patients?
1: I have been personally affected by cancer through several family members on both sides of my family with a variety of cancer diagnosis, but the person closest to me was my father He was diagnosed with small cell lung cancer back in 1993, and I got some caregiving experience. Um, I was already living in Columbus at that time, so mom was his main caregiver, but I would take time off of work and go home and give her respite care and take dad to his various doctor's appointments and his radiation and therapy appointments, and it gave mom a break and gave me time to spend one-on-one time with dad in the car as we were driving back and forth.
0: Tell me about cancer support community in the background. How long have they been around and where are they located?
1: So cancer support community actually started off as the wellness community um, of Columbus and then in um, the um, middle 1990s they merged with Gilda's Club to create the Cancer Support Community, and we are a local affiliate of an international organization, and our local affiliate, Cancer Support Community Central Ohio, is located at 1200 Old Henderson Road.
0: So my experience with Cancer Support Community was when I reached out after I was diagnosed, and I was looking for someone to understand what I was going through, almost like a grieving process as I was working through losing the life I knew, So I felt very alone, especially while I was recovering from surgery, and I was having all the what-ifs and what-nows going through my head, and that's when I reached out to Cancer Support Communities helpline.
1: Yes, and I'm really glad that you did so, because of the feelings that you were experiencing are very common. A lot of people, when they get that first diagnosis, they're the world turns upside down and it's sometimes just really even a whirlwind effect is they have an appointment because they feel something's off. They have a biopsy, it's determined to be cancer, and then they're immediately moved into some kind of treatment, surgery, et cetera. And a lot of people just say, can I just take a breath? Can I just slow down? Can I think about what's going on? And it just seems like such a whirlwind. And a lot of people do feel that feeling of isolation and loneliness because they might not know of anybody else who's going through what they've gone through. You know, I've spoken recently to a young lady who she was the only person in her family for generations that she was able to trap back that has developed cancer. And so it just really came out of the blue. And so nobody in her family or her close circle of friends could really understand what she was going through. They were very supportive and they were really there for her emotionally, but they didn't have that understanding and and that commonality. And so when she reached out to us, she was able to become part of that community and find other people who get it, who understand where she's coming from and who, we're experiencing very similar things that she was going through with tests and doctor's appointments and procedures.
0: So basically, if somebody's looking for help and they reached out to cancer support communities, what is the first thing that someone would tell them when they reached out to you?
1: Um, I would tell them that they would want to go through our newcomer welcome orientation that gives us really the opportunity to sit down with them and find out a little bit about them. They get to know a little bit about us. And then we create a personal care plan that helps them utilize all of our programs and services to best meet their needs. And so that would be my first recommendation, um, to become part of the community, to participate in our programs, to join our support groups and just, and to go through our education programs and learn as much as they possibly can.
0: On that note of virtual programs, I noticed when I was on the website, I found a new character named Ruby.
1: Yes, Ruby is the virtual avatar for Cancer Support Community. That is our headquarters website. Uh, CancerSupportCommunity.org is um, the international organization, our, our, our headquarters, so to speak. And Ruby is a great avatar to take people through, with, uh, to navigate, and to look at all the programs and to see all of the information that that website has because it is such a wealth of information on that website.
0: So on that note of personalized programs, I noticed online that they have uh, support for every stage of your diagnosis, for caregivers and family, and they have information about making treatment decisions, managing side effects and costs. So what do you do when someone reaches out to you? How do you guide them in this program when they're learning about their new life with cancer. So
1: we um, actually utilize two different websites. We have the cancersupportcommunity.org, which is the, the um, main website. And then we also send them to cancersupportohio.org, which is our local affiliate website. And so we um, go through the um, programs that we offer, and we look at all of the services that we're able to offer through um, support groups and uh Learning education, as I just previously mentioned, and then when we go through the main uh, agencies, the headquarters website, that's when we're looking at that the education. There, frankly speaking, about cancer uh, is one of the education components that cancer support community has created. And so, when you're pulling up information from either their website or the frankly speaking information, you know you're getting good qualified, quantified information. It's just um, when people are educating themselves, and they're looking at information on the internet, so much is out there. But then also, there's a possibility of what they're finding is not the best information. Um, and so when you know that when you're going through your cancer support community, you're getting good, solid, qualified, medically reviewed information. And so we have them, you know, get additional information on their particular cancer, knowing what your cancer is, and if there's a stage attached is really very core in helping you make treatment decisions. Um, In fact, I just did a, frankly speaking about cancer, making treatment decisions presentation um, just yesterday. And that was one of the basic things is what is your cancer and what is your stage? Because that helps drive whatever decisions that you're going to make for your treatment. And so we'll go through the the education there. We'll look at the cancer experience registry. That is an opportunity for people to join. Um, All of our programs are at no cost. And so when they join these virtual groups, there's no cost attached. And they can join the Cancer Experience Registry. They can share their information. They can share their story. They can be part of information discussion groups. They can be part of blogs. And then the the Cancer Support Community uh, creates a report from that registry. And you can actually download the Cancer Experience 2020 information. And so you can see the different cancers uh, that people are experiencing who've participated in this experience see what they're um, going through and the commonality and then look at you know what has been taken from that and advocating maybe on capitol hill and looking at different research possibilities and looking at possible clinical trials so that experience is really a, a wealth of information and we always encourage people to create a profile and create an account through the registry.
0: Now, is that the program that people can get online and put in information and get responses back?
1: That's one of them. There's also another uh, program out there called My Lifeline. Uh, My Lifeline is a digital platform that people can create an account. And this is, a, this is also a wonderful program. I you know cancer support community has some great programs out there especially now in the pandemic time that we're experiencing and people are at home in front of the computers and how to connect and you can connect digitally with people going through what you're going through in a safe way and so my lifeline is a great platform where you create an account and then there's um, a discussion board section and those discussion boards are monitored 24 7 by licensed social workers and but they're also the members of the discussion boards are international and so they're a discussion board on breast cancer and there's a discussion board on multiple myeloma and there's a discussion board for caregivers and so the people can um, put questions on there they can blog they can um, look for answers they can reach out and connect with other people going through those particular things and then there is the Um, dashboard part of my lifeline. And that is where you um, invite people. It's a private website, but you can invite family and friends and they can um, log in and follow your journey. Um, You can blog as much or as little as you want to. Um, I know one young lady who is uh, blogging every single day in her breast cancer journey. And so she's up to over 600 blogs. And then you can, um, there's a helping calendar. This is wonderful. Instead of making 15 phone calls and asking for help, you can put it out on this calendar of saying, I need help for, you know, a ride to chemo, or I need um, somebody to take Susie to dance class because of, I just am not feeling up to it. Or I need somebody to go grocery shopping for me. You put your needs on this help calendar. And then your family and friends who are members of, because you invited them and they accepted your invitation then they they'll get an email that says Darlene needs volunteers you click on that and you look on that calendar and it says you know I can't do this but I can do that and you click in and it's really a great way as um, I was speaking to another lady who said it's so much easier to put that on the calendar than to make 15 phone calls especially when the first five people you call said I can't help my schedule just doesn't work out and this way you can just put it out there and people can um you know, jump on and they can sign up and help for things. You can upload pictures and you can um, really stay in contact, especially if you have family and friends who are not local. And it's really a wonderful cancer focused platform for people to be a part of. And and all it takes is uh, um, join now, click of the button.
0: Yeah, and you're right. You know, when you're going through something like this, it's nice to have that third party person to kind of help coordinate things, especially when you don't feel like reaching out and, you know, you're trying to be independent and have some control. You can actually have that information put out there and get those responses and not have to feel like you're forcing yourself into someone else's day and and they're helping you out.
1: Yeah, it really is a wonderful platform for exactly that. And um, depending on where you're at in your journey, you might not feel like getting on and, and logging on and putting out those helps. but you can make one of your family and friends a care coordinator and that kind of gives them administrative access to your account so they can go it on and put information in on the blog or they can answer people when they, you know, send um Private messages, and they can put information out on that helping calendar. So, because sometimes you know you're just you're just drained of energy, you're just not feeling well. Depending on you know the side effects of whatever treatment you're going through, and so it's great to have a trusted family or friend to be that care coordinator to help you manage all of this.
0: So, another area I was interested in, in addition to the programs that cancer support community offers is the importance of wellness and the recipes and cooking and exercise classes they offer. And it seems like a wonderful balance to everything else that's going on. So it'd be relieving stress and eating healthy and doing things for yourself. And can you go into the importance of those things?
1: Oh, absolutely. Research has shown that if you're able to stay physically active, it actually helps with the healing and helps with the recovery of your treatment or the surgery you might have gone through. Most of our programs fall under the umbrella of healthy lifestyle. So um, as you had mentioned, our cooking class, this is great. We have three different cooking programs throughout the month. And Chef Jason works very closely uh, with our dietitian Lori, who is an expert in working with cancer survivors and their families. Families. And so as he's cooking the food, Lori's talking about all the nutritional value and aspects of the ingredients that Chef Jason's making. You know, I I recently learned what a powerhouse um Mushrooms are. I always thought they were a fungus that tasted good on pizza, but they were loaded with zinc. Who knew? Well, Lori knew, and she was able to share all of that. So every time I'm able to participate in one of our cooking classes, uh, I always learn something new. And I've been cooking for quite some time, but I'm always learning a a lot of new information. And what's great about our website is we have an archive of all of our recipes. So you can go on, to um, cancer support and find our recipes and download them. Um, and so that resource is there for anybody. And it's it really is a fun time to watch Chef Jason uh, cook and, and Lori share that nutritional information. And eventually, when we're we'll back in person, um, you'll also get to taste test the food. Right now, you get to watch them. Um, and actually, we created a cook along part of our cooking for wellness program because of. People were missing out on tasting the food that chef was making. And so he makes one recipe and you can meet him in the kitchen with your um, laptop or your tablet or your phone and cook along and follow the recipe. You'll have all the ingredients ahead of time and you follow the recipe. And as chef was chopping that onion, you're chopping that onion right along with him. Uh, so that was a, a fun part of our um, new aspect for our cooking. But then we also have a lot of um more physical activities. We have a workout with friends, which is a low impact peer led program that does stretching and some strength training and some movements and some breathing um, activities. And then our yoga, our gentle yoga is exactly that. It's not a high intense yoga because of Abby is very skilled in working with cancer survivors and some people have limited range of motion because of a surgery um, or what they're going through. And she's able to adapt her activities and her movements to their needs on an individual level. And she always says, if anybody you know has a particular issue, if you need to be sitting for this particular movement, let me know when I can tell you what adaptations to make, and then we also have our, our tai chi. And tai chi is really a great program for strength and balance and flexibility and, and agility. And qigong is a sister to tai chi, and qi is uh, energy, and moving that energy through the body and bringing that um, that flow of energy in. And that one is really great for stress management, depression, and anxiety. And I forgot to mention, we also do a yoga uh, nidra class once a month. And yoga nidra is not a movement class. You're actually either laying or sitting for an entire hour. But it's a um, a guided program that Julie, our instructor, focuses on the breath and the areas of the body. Research has shown that one hour of yoga nidra equals three to four hours of restorative sleep. And so all of those things are really great in that that healthy environment. lifestyle umbrella. And then we also have the mindfulness hour because we know that the mind body connection is really important. And sometimes you just need to take a break and sometimes you just need to uh, do some stress management and just give your body and your brain just a break to say, let me not think about things right now. Let me just do this mindfulness. And the instructor, Kevin for our mindfulness hour is wonderful. He'll do different things each class. um, So he breaks it up. So it's not just one hour of silence and you're doing mantras in your, in your mind. He'll do some reading, he'll do some deep breathing, he might do some stretching. So that is really just a great opportunity uh, for that meditation because of, again, um, the mindfulness hour has shown to be very effective in that stress management. I mentioned our education classes, so we have a lunch and learn that changes um, each month. We do a different session with an outside speaker. Right now, it's just learn because of everybody's at home, but when we're back in person, we'll provide the lunch as part of that lunch and learn program. And then our natural living um, workshop is led by a head herbologist, and Lily does a different topic each month talking about a toxin-free life. You know, she might talk about herbs that you can grow, or she might talk about essential oils and how to use them safely. And she'll talk about how to detoxify your home. And so she has a variety of information and a wealth of knowledge that she's able to share. And then we also do um, just some fun things, just some things that are not focused on cancer. So we have a drumming circle that meets once a week. And they're just, you don't even have to have a drum at home. Um, I I drummed on my desk and I've seen uh, people on the Zoom call who have used buckets and they've uh, emptied out their trash cans and turned those upside down as their drums. And so it's really just following along with the rhythm of uh, the beat. And then we have... um a book club, the Brown Bag Book Club meets once a month as well. I learned that I don't have to read the chapter to participate because of the one day that I joined them, I apologized. And I said, I didn't read the chapter. And the instructor Dennis laughed. And he said, 95% of the people on the call didn't either. So you're in good company. <laughs> so that, that was really fun. It's just an opportunity to, to spend time with other people and not focus on, you know, cancer specifically.
0: And I think that's what makes it a well-rounded experience. When you're dealing with the seriousness of cancer, it really helps to keep the balance by focusing on things that are pleasurable, things that bring happiness and positivity and and being healthy. It's adjusting your mindset and recharging your battery. It's a new chapter and a way to get your full life back.
1: Yes, so the message of hope and Courage is something that we want to instill in all of our programs.
0: So I can tell you're very passionate about your job. So what would you say is the most rewarding part of that?
1: wow that's a big question because um, i really love what i do and and i think it is um talking with the participants you know, reaching out to people letting them know that they're not alone that we're here for them um that if it's you know i i tell people if e- you ever need to call me I'm a phone call away just you know sometimes it's to chat sometimes it's to hold the phone away from the ear and scream sometimes it's just to say I just need a vent. let me just share this because of it I'm somebody that they can talk with and not feel that they're putting a burden on their loved ones or their family and friends. It's like, I just want to scream and it's like, I'm a safe person to do that for. So I think one of the the biggest things for me and my job is to be there for the participants and know that they're not alone and that there's somebody here for them to talk to at any time they need.
0: So I can tell you that my experience with Cancer Support Community has been an amazing gift. I know that everyone is going through this at a different level, and it seems that regardless of where you are in your journey, there is something you can find to elevate your mood or find a better way to move through things, and this is all-encompassing. It's in one website, you can find everything you need.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, that's really our goal is, you know, we want to be here for people. We want to have a positive impact. We want them to know that they're not facing cancer alone and you can learn you know new skills and new information. And I myself, uh, I'm, I like to call myself a lifelong learner because of, I'm constantly learning something new and stretching and growing. And I think that that's, uh, you know, brings us along the journey and nobody should have to follow that journey, you know, take that journey alone. And so, you know, giving people that new information or that support or the new program or just plain fun and just laughing because of, you know, laughter is, um, releases endorphins and that's a feel-good hormone. And so we want to encourage people to do that and to uh, you know, just be part of the community and, and experience, you know, the wealth of uh, programs that we have to offer.
0: Darlene, I want to thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you talking with me today and sharing all the wonderful resources that Cancer Support Community has to offer to cancer patients and their families.
1: Well, you're welcome, Lori. And again, I appreciate the invitation to share our services because the more people we can reach, the happier world we'll be in.
0: I hope you found today's episode helpful. Thanks for listening to my chat with Darlene. You can learn more about the programs at cancersupportcommunity.org or cancersupportohio.org. You can also find the links in the episode description. If you or someone you know would like to share their experience or know of an organization to help even just one person, please message me on Instagram at sailingthroughlifepodcast. I would love to grow this caring support community. Be sure to subscribe to the show. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, or whatever podcast platform you use. I'd be grateful if you could leave a review and share it. If you have any thoughts on today's episode or topics you would like me to further touch on, please message me at Sailing Through Life Podcast on Instagram or leave a message on Anchor. Thanks again. Chat with you next time.